Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. Turn your Bibles to Luke chapter 11 this morning. So today we're going to be talking about how to talk to God. And so verse 2, it says, So he said to them, When you pray... Say, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I have a really hard time reading that because I have a King James version of that in my mind that just kind of keeps trying to trump over top of that as I look at it. But immediately, this is different. To address God as our Father. To the Jews, this was, you know, borderline blasphemy, honestly. To consider God your Father in, in that intimate way. You remember that, that when the Pharisees were questioning Jesus, it tells us in John chapter 5 verse 18, therefore the Jews saw all the more to kill him because he not only broke the Sabbath, but also said that God was his father making himself equal with God. See, they, they claim to be the, the, the children of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, or Israel, the children of Israel, but they, they wouldn't go as far knowing the, the holiness of God and the righteousness of God and the power and majesty of God, which absolutely is all true. They wouldn't go as far as to say God is our, our Father. In the New Covenant, it's very different, though. Our relationship with God is very different than that of the Old Covenant or that of the Jews. In fact, in Galatians chapter 4, verse 6, it says, And because you are sons... God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your hearts, crying out, Abba, Father. Now this goes a little bit farther than just Father, because Abba is the the Hebrew or the Aramaic word for Daddy. Daddy. Can you imagine praying to God and saying, Daddy? That's exactly what Paul is saying. In fact, he didn't just say it there in Romans chapter 8, verse 15. He says, For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father, Daddy. You've been adopted. You now have a father. A father who loves you. A father who cares for you. No matter where we came from, no matter what our background is or, or how bad we've been or how difficult our life has been or how easy our life has been. He says, call me daddy. Call me father. Now, I know that conjures up different feelings for every person. Maybe for you that your father was the one who left you and your mom behind when you were little. And your father was the one who Maybe he was, he was angry or abusive or, or, or even terrifying to you as a child. That even the thought of parents, maybe, for some of you, is just so far beyond what, what, what is my comfort level that you just can't even go there, that, that a parent is a terrifying person. 
that kind of wrecked your life or, or something like that. I remember just a while back, I was at this training, and they brought up three different people. They brought up three different family types. You had the perfect family, you know, well, type one. They didn't call it the perfect family, but it was like, you know, good family, confused family, sometimes good, sometimes bad, and then this horrific family. And, and there's this guy, actually a friend of mine, Billy, he got up and he, he sat up there and he's smiling. And they asked him, they said, hey, Billy, so when you walk into a room full of people and you see all these new faces, do you think these people will like me? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I think they'll like me. I think, I think I'll, I'll be able to win them over. They'll be my friends. And, and, and you can just see the faces of everybody else like, what? Who would think that? Like, who would, who would feel that way? When you were a kid, did your, your family encourage you? Did you feel like you, your, your parents supported you, that they were there for you? Oh, yeah, yeah, I felt like that. Yeah, I felt like my parents were really encouraging, and so things were great. Yeah, well, you know, I had my teenage years, but they worked through it, and they helped me through it, and, you know, we got through it. And at the end of this whole long thing of this guy talking about how wonderful his family was, he looked at the crowd, this guy who's interviewing him, he says, how many of you guys felt like he was lying? And most of the hands went up. Like, there isn't families like that. That's ridiculous. I'm seriously? No. No. It's tough. But they said that actually out of a crowd of 100 people, there's probably about five people who had a family like that, about 12 who had kind of a mix between sometimes good, sometimes bad, and then the rest of the 100 all grew up in horrible conditions, horrible situations where they look at family as a terrifying type of a thing. Maybe you've listened in disbelief as somebody told you the story about how their family showered love upon them and everything was wonderful. Maybe you thought that's ridiculous. Jesus is saying, no joke, call him. Call God your father. He will be a father that you've always wanted, always needed, always dreamed of having. And even if you had a good father, this father is so much better, so much greater, so much more faithful. A guy came up to me after um, Saturday night service, and he says, Pastor Mike, I had a great father, great family. He said, but I never saw God that way. And, and, I, and I think that we need to see God as, and this is what he says, say, our father who are in heaven, can you accept that? Can you accept that God loves you and he cares for you and he wants to be the father that your father wasn't? No matter what your father was, he's going to be a father that's far greater, far more supportive, far more encouraging, far more loving, far more wonderful. Can you crack the door to that idea maybe? Can you say, okay, God, could that be true? If it is true, I want to, I want to explore that, but I don't, I don't know how far I can crack that door open. I remember having a really tough time with this. I remember when Pastor Chuck, I was listening on the radio one time to Every Man and Answer, and Pastor Chuck Smith was on there. And, and he just said this statement that floored me. Like, I almost fell on the floor of my car as I was driving. He said, I live every day as though God wants to bless me. <laughs> and I was like, what? Are you serious? Like, God wants to bless you every day? Are you, are you being ridiculous? Like, you live like that? Like, you expect God just to bless you? And that's what I was thinking. I was like, God, God wants to abandon me. God wants to, to shut the door on me because I haven't been everything. Yeah, well, you're Pastor Chuck. Of course you feel that way. You're Pastor, you grew up in a Christian family. You're perfect. But not me. 
I had a broken family. I had, I had pain when I was a kid, and, and, and I, I, God wants to bless me. No, God wants to punish me. That's why I need to keep it straight. No, that's not the way it was. And I've grown, I've learned that, yeah, that's actually true. Could it be that God, my Father, actually delights in me, that he, he rejoices over me with singing, that he loved me so much that he gave his only son to die for me? That, that not just that, but that he didn't withhold his only son, but gave him up for all of us that we might free, with him he might freely give us all good things when Jesus inherits everything, that we're going to inherit it with him. And God delights in you as, as he delights in a little child. Wow. Shocking. And that's what he says. He says, call God your father. Call God your daddy. He loves you. Next, he says, hallowed be your name, or thy name. That's how I like to say it. Hallowed be thy name. Now, it doesn't help us either way because, you know, I don't think that any of us probably normally just read through this and not even understand what he is saying here. Hallowed means holy, dedicated, set apart for someone or something. That's what hallowed means. It just means holy. Or, you know, same word we translate as saint, same word we translate as sanctified. It's all from the same root. But hallowed be thy name. Actually, the grammar in this text is saying, may your name be hallowed. That's what the Greek literally says. May your name be holy. For those of us who need it, you know, the dummy version, we, we start out say, praying saying, may people honor you, Lord. Or, or may the people of this world give full dedication, reverence, and respect to who you are. That's what he's saying. Full dedication, reverence, and respect to who you are. I, Lord, I want your name to be exalted. And certainly his name is worthy of being exalted. He says, your kingdom come. And when we say this, we're asking God, will you establish your kingdom? Now, remember when Jesus was with his disciples? And it was, it was right on the day of Pentecost. Right, right, or excuse me, 10 days before the day of Pentecost. It was right at the Ascension Day. It was the Ascension Day. They were standing there with Jesus, and they said, will you now restore the kingdom to Israel? And Jesus said, it's not for you to know the times of the seasons that are in the Father's care, but you'll receive power when, you, when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. He says, don't worry about all that, but think about this. You're going to receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Ten days later, they did. But, but that was the question. In fact, in Luke chapter 17, verse 20, the Pharisees asking Jesus another question. It says, now when he was asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God would come, he answered and said to them, the kingdom of God does not come with observation, nor will they say, see here or see there. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208 991 2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmett.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.